Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Do you want to know my favorite thing about professional wrestling is that no major news ever breaks. <laughs> I mean, what a boring industry to be a fan of. Seriously though, the last 24 hours, I was basically going bleh, 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 on the floor because I couldn't handle any of it, but you know what we're going to do here on Ups and Downs. We're going to put it in our mouth and go, and we're going to spit it over there because this entity is all about bringing positivity and it's about reminding everyone that wrestling meant to be fun. So hello, my name is Simon Watt Culture. Thank you very much for joining me as always. And we take this, the finger of power, which is the most important thing on the planet. We give the good bits up and the bad bits are down when it comes to WWE Smackdown. So do you know who was out to kick off WWE in 2023? obviously the bloodline. They are still so mad, which is why Sami Zayn, the Usos, and Sola Sokoa were just destroying everything at ringside. And instantly I started laughing because this was like parents had grounded their children and the kid had to go to the bedroom and they were like, well, I know what I can do. I will just destroy my bedroom to get one over mummy and daddy. That's what they did. The absolute highlight was that during this, Roman Reigns' music hit and he came to the ring, meaning his plan was he sat down with everyone and said, right, You're going to go out there, you're going to cause a fuss, then eventually my theme is going to hit, I'm going to walk out like I'm the man. So all of these people are nerds. He is awesome though, and as Michael Cole reminded us, Roman and Sami Zayn did lose to John Cena and Kevin Owens last week, which is why we're getting all these shenanigans, and why Roman told everybody in his stable, you've got to go over to Raw, and you've got to kick their ass too. Of course, when he finally got on a microphone, he demanded to be acknowledged. When he gave the microphone to Sami Zayn, I was looking in the head of the table's eyes and I was like, oh boy, this is not gonna go well. Now the fans didn't need cheers for Sammy, which actually isn't helping him at all. And he was like, hey Roman, look how great we've been in 2023. I mean, do you remember what happened on Monday night? We all won our matches. Please don't talk about anything else. Sadly, that didn't work for Reigns because he did want to chat about 2022 and the fact that he now has a brand new loss on his record even though his shoulders were never pinned to the mat. So of course this really grates his gears, especially when he is pointing his own finger of blame at Sami Zayn. This then got all weird because Roman started going, do you think you're me? Do you want to be the tribal chief? I can't believe it. You're making my life a living hell. And honestly, all you need to do in this segment is look at Sami Zayn's face and you will have a funny feeling in your chest and it will be your heart just imploding because who the hell can take this? This really was like somebody yelling at their dog for peeing on them though, even though they bought a dog knowing that at one point they were probably going to get peed on. What? 
And thankfully, eventually, Roman Reigns, not Roman Reigns, thankfully, eventually, Kevin Owens interrupted and he was just like, well, look at you goobers, aren't you a sight to see? His whole point though, was that Roman Reigns isn't actually angry or upset with Sami Zayn, he is upset and angry with Kevin Owens. So if that's the case, and they do have some beef, why don't we throw it on the barbecue and have this match at the Royal Rumble? All right. Surprise, surprise, Roman didn't care about this. He was like, I don't care about you. Would you just go away, please? Which KO did agree to do. But when he was leaving, he said something like, hey, Sammy, I'll see you the next time you're able to get your balls out of Roman Reigns' pocket. I've been thinking about this all morning. I don't even know how that's possible. Like, you'd have to be close and you'd have to stretch them. I think it's going to work. But look at this. All the seeds are in place. And later we were told that it is going to be Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns at that premium live event. And I was excited. Mostly because we put in the time and the work here. Let's get it up. And the joy continues as well. Because there was another ups and downs sign. This is getting ridiculous. Somebody also messaged me this week saying, Simon, I can't believe you made a counter for this. You're so arrogant. But I did tell you it's pretty egotistical. I'm not going to lie. I'm having a ball. Because, of course, it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy in my tum-tum. So we bring down the counter and it does roll up to five. <laughs> that is absolutely bonkers. And, of course, you get a damn up. We then saw Charlotte Flair arriving. So I hope somebody find her because she was way too late for the show when it was time for Santos Escobar versus Kofi Kingston. It was good. Now this was all set up earlier when Kofi Kingston was doing an interview and Santos found him was all like, oh man, it's the Raw Rumble guy. Well, I know I could out Raw Rumble you in a Raw Rumble. And Kofi was like, you can't out Raw Rumble me in a Raw Rumble. So why don't we have a match later that won't have any of the Raw Rumble rules, but we'll both try to out Rumble each other. No, I just kind of fell on the floor. But this is what we did do, because at one point Kingston was thrown to the outside, but he did like that frog stuff where he put his feet on Simba the Steel Steps so he wouldn't get eliminated. And later on, Escobar did the same thing. Now, the reason I fell in love with this match in around about 3.2 seconds is because when Santos did it, Xavier Woods snuck up behind him and went on the trombone. So Escobar did fall to the floor, which means under Raw Rumble rules, which this wasn't, he would be eliminated. I just started like dancing once again. I'm like, man, wrestling really strange. This happened again too when Escobar did take a fall over the top rope as Michael Cole shouted, in the Royal Rumble, that would be elimination. I was like, I get it. I see what we're doing here. We're using this to promote how the Royal Rumble does work. But it also hurt my brain. Kofi then revved up with a boom drop and he was just about to hit Trouble in Paradise when, of course, Joaquin Wilde and Zelina Vega went kapow. They cast distraction. Kofi didn't know what was going on because he's but a professional wrestler. When Santos Escobar hit the super kick, he hit the Phantom Driver. One, two, three. This was very fun, though, even though it was ridiculousness. But I like ridiculousness. I mean, look at me. I was born out of ridiculousness into the wild. We were then back with Sami Zayn after this, and I tell you, my poor eyes, they had water coming out of them. Because he was outside the Bloodline locker room trying to get in when Paul Heyman was like, I'm sorry, my friend, you're not allowed in there because you did let us down next week. And even when the Usos walked by and they went in there, they totally ignored Sami Zayn. And I was like, how dare you do this to him, you absolute heathens. Now this does tie to more stuff later, but once again, it's just so simple and it's just so effective. I am going to give it an up. Like, you know it's going to implode. I say that every week. I just can't pinpoint. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Ellie Morgan then promised to win the Royal Rumble and even said, I'll do this if I enter at number one. I was like, well, why are you putting that on your shoulders? Why wouldn't you try and be number 30 when Kayla Braxton was talking to LA Knight? Yeah. He basically told us that not only is he going to win the pitch black match, which is happening at the Royal Rumble, but he kind of insinuated that he was going to hump Bray Wyatt. He made like a euphemism about Bray Wyatt being on the floor. I don't want to get into it because my parents sometimes watch this. But the main thing from all of this feud, and I'm a big fan of Bray, is that LA Knight is taking his minutes and he is completely maximizing them. To the point, even if he loses this, I hope we have something big planned for him at WrestleMania because he's really good and he can just talk the talk. To the point, let's give him some love. He's getting it up. Now, do you remember all that building we've done over the last few weeks for Mad Cat Moss and Emma and Karrion Cross and Scarlet? Well, we did it on this week's episode of SmackDown, and we killed it off in three minutes. Now, I'm a little bit worried about Ebba and Madcap because they didn't even get entrances here. And while they did have a little bit of momentum to begin with, including, I suppose, Emma having the thing one before Carrie and Cross broke it up, they basically got murdered here, and I'm worried we're not going to see them for a while. No one is going to remember that, though, because eventually Scarlett did grab Emma and go whoop, and she threw her into the ring post as Madcap Moss got put in the cross jacket. As I've told you once, and I've told you 7,982 times, if you can't breathe, you'll die. So he passed out, and he lost. We even put a Rey Mysterio mask on Madcap afterwards, so we may as well just had a sign that said, that's right, we're using Moss as a tool to promote another feud. And I just don't really get why I'm meant to be into this. Like, stuff is happening, but there's no real meat on those bones. And the best thing about a moan is some meat. I said moan there. I'm still very, very sick. I'm giving it a down. Saw Drew McIntyre and Sheamus in Jerry Lawler's bar after this, because SmackDown was in Memphis this week. And they were basically like, hey, do you remember how much we've beaten each other up over the years? Imagine what we're going to do to the Usos later. This was perfectly normal conversation. As it turned out, the answer was actually that they were going to lose, but we shall get to that later. 
Honestly, this came by so quickly, you don't need to up and down it. It's kinda just there. Charlotte Flair time after this, and I stroked my beard and I said, I don't know if she's a good guy or a bad guy. Still not 100% sure. Now the fans were certainly into her because we got a thank you Charlotte chant and even Flair was a bit like, well, I didn't see that one coming. And just to make matters more confusing, she did say whether you love me or you hate me or you boo me or you cheer me, I just want to do the best I can. I was like, for flip's sake, can you do something like assholey? Because then I know. Amazingly, Sonya Deville then interrupted and was all like, listen, Char, we all know what you did last week. Oh, well done. You beat Ronda Rousey for the championship after she had been beaten up by Raquel Rodriguez. Uh, a bit like Sonia. I really like you. But are you actually saying, oh, boo-hoo, you're the champion now? I think Charlotte's okay with it. Deville then basically challenged her to a world title match, which Flair accepted. But I was very pleased about this, because like, well, I know Deville is a heel, so I'm going to assume Charlotte is a face. Now, my only issue I did have with it is that I would like us to do more with Sonia Deville. We could have turned this into a whole program that lasted weeks, maybe even months. Instead, once again, it was over within about eight minutes. But I do want to say that I really like Sonya Deville. She always brings her game when she is allowed. I'm not saying this was perfect. And for a while, she was like duffing Charlotte up. But eventually Flair hit the spear, locked in the figure eight. We were done. Now I'm going to give this an up because again, they did have a good match and I always enjoy seeing Sonya Deville on TV. But as I just hinted at, I'm going to give a down for just throwing this away so quickly. Do people not understand that Sonya Deville is pretty good? Clearly not. We then got another Cody Rhodes return video and this gets me so damn excited because we are doing the Triple H 2002 stuff and that works so well he's going to get a monster pop when he does come back and it will make me feel excited. And yes, we had another vignette for Lacey Evans who now is really, really obsessed with the Cobra Clutch. Now I am super worried about this because I feel like we're going to fall into the same trap that we have done over the last year. I mean, why doesn't she just come back as the Southern Belle and we do that again? That was working, and that was like a no throwback. Everything else just feels a little bit lame. Smackdown then went nuts again. Maybe like there was even a little bit of disarray behind the scenes. Because it was Top Dollar versus Ricochet in a Raw Rumble qualifier, even though other guys didn't have to qualify. And they just pop up and scream and go, I'm gonna be in the Raw Rumble. And I think it went about a minute, and Top Dollar lost. As you know too, it was also built around the fact that Top had botched a couple of weeks ago, and I just don't think this is something that we should be tying into. Even the commentators were like, oh man, it was so bad, and it trended on Twitter. Yeah, it did. And did you read some of those tweets? They were truly, truly horrible and mean. And it did start with Dollar just beating the crap out of Ricky, but honestly, eventually, he just went to the top rope and went whoop, and he hit the shooting star press, and he got the one, two, three. Now, there was an upside to this, because straight afterwards, Top Dollar was all like, oh man, I'm so happy for you, you're gonna do great in the Rumble. When Ashante the Adonis kicked the crap out of him, so did B-Fab, so did Top Dollar. That's right, hit row, turn heel. Eventually, we got Raw, and Braun Strowman was out here to make the saves, so I suppose we can do this tag team match down the line. And this is where I think the goodness is, because Hit Row needed something. They were going nowhere on the main roster. Sometimes just realigning their affiliation is the way to do it. So I'm gonna do what I always do, basically sit on the fence, but I have to follow my feelings like I'm a Jedi. The match gets a down because it was pointless, but I like the fact we've taken a risk here. Although we do need to keep an eye on it. That's getting it up. We then saw the Usos getting ready for their tag team match when Roman Reigns told Paul Heyman to get Sami Zayn in there. And I actually stood up and I screamed at my TV, no, Sammy, don't do it. 
was very worried, because what the hell was that tone? They did arrive though, and he instantly acknowledged Roman Reigns, because he gets it, when he apologized. And straight away, Roman was like, well, Tammy, I'm not going to accept your apology. And I was like, great, you're dead. Instead though, he admitted that his temper got the best of him, that he never should have chatted to Sammy like that in public, and that what Kevin Owens said was right. He is mad at Owens, he's not mad at Sammy, and therefore, he looked at Mr. Zayn right in the eyes and said, it is I who shall be apologizing to you. I mean, oodalally. Now, of course, this is Gaslighting 101 and it's gonna get so bad in a few weeks, but Roman had also come up with a plan to make everything right. Next week, on a SmackDown, we are gonna do Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. And basically, Roman's all like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you know what has to happen here. <laughs> you just know Sami's not gonna do it. Reigns also wanted Sami to stay with him to watch the tag team title match. And I was like, man, he ain't ever getting out of that room alive. But once again, they just understand their roles so damn well. I'm genuinely impressed with all of it. Which did indeed bring us to the main event, which was the Usos taking on Drew McIntyre and Sheamus for the unified tag team titles. And again, you understand what was going to happen here. It was flubbing Fabu. Solo Sakura was out with his cousins as well, just looking like an absolute killer. And this was so damn well put together. Like a couple of the near falls at the end had the fans going crazy. And even I was like, well, I don't know which way it's gonna go. We kept seeing Roman, Paul Heyman and Sammy watching this from behind. And I genuinely thought we were gonna come back later on and Sammy Zayn would just be beheaded or something like that. But there was this one amazing moment where Sammy Zayn had some popcorn and Paul and Roman were looking at him like, well, what an absolute moron he is. And then when we cut back later on, Everybody had some snacks. That was it. I was on the floor, goofy wrestling for life. Otherwise in the ring, Jay was using a Samoa drop to take out Drew McIntyre. And even when he tried to get the tag, Jimmy grabbed him by his hair. I was like, no, it's not happening. I was a bit like Drew. That is your own fault. You should have joined the Bull Brotherhood. The Usos kept kicking ass as well, including Jay hitting a dive. When we cut to the commercial break, when we came back, Sheamus was just in control. What? So that's right. I can only assume the hot tag took place during the commercial, which is very strange. So I'm going to have to make up what happened. And I'm going to presume Drew McIntyre stood there. He's like, listen, Jimmy, listen, Jay. Do you remember during the pandemic when I cut all those weird Scotland promos where I just talked about the country? Well, if you don't let me tag Seamus in, I'm going to cut some more. And who's like, man, yeah, that was... Please, tag in the Irishman, we'll deal with him instead. Sheamus was able to hit the 10 beats of the Boran onto Jay before all of a sudden the Usos were just smashing out all of these splashes. And after they had hit a double splash, all of a sudden Drew McIntyre was back and him and Sheamus came together like the Captain Planet team and they hit simultaneous white noises. McIntyre then did his crazy dive over the top rope and he hit Jay with the Claymore and flubbed me sideways. Just as the referee was about to hit three, Jimmy timed this perfectly and he broke it up. I totally bought it. But they did this the other way because Seamus was back in there and he got hit with the 1D. And again at 2.999999, Drew McIntyre was able to break it up. And by this point, everybody was going livid. When Solis Okoa decided, nope, I'm having none of this. And he took Drew and he spinning soloed him right into Barry Barricade. Poor Baz. The Brawling Brutes then ran out to balance the odds. It was a bit like, where have you been? Why have you taken so long to get out here? But they did get rid of Solar when it looked like it was going to be Sheamus's moment. When Jimmy hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll up. And with Jay, like grabbed hands to have extra force, they got the one, two, three. And they had just screwed over to very angry big dudes. Should have come up with something better. Tommy Zayn was then back in the back making a mess with all his popcorn because he was so happy. And once again, Roman and Paul Heyman were like, man, this guy's, he's really, really strange. Which meant SmackDown ended with the Uso celebrating. And this was a terrific main event. I 
really did have a good time. It also means that we have to bring it back and I was so damn proud, I was so damn excited because this is why we did do it. Our match did end with the most devastating move in all our sports entertainment, so we bring it down. It goes up to two. I think we're gonna have a lot of fun with it this year. Look how unnecessarily happy I am. Which brought us to the end of SmackDown, and this is a window into 2023. WWE is hopefully gonna have a great ride, unless some things happen. Finger of Power says, up. Now please do leave a comment below and let me know what you thought about last night's episode of SmackDown. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Go to whatculture.com, follow us on social media. Don't clap your hands, because it's weird. But do go watch more YouTube videos, including all the shows that AEW had last night. There was a ton. My name is Simon What Culture. Thank you very much for joining me as always. Happy New Year. Probably stop saying it after that video. See you soon. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.